0: Tottenham was so shit this week. Oh, we're all depressed, so yeah.
1: Is that how we're going to respond? We're all depressed, so
0: it's fine. Right, boys. Welcome, welcome to episode 24 of The Away End. Jimbo, make your pun now.
2: (laughs) I've got a mouthful of chips, mate. Yeah, a solid day of, of audio recording now. 24
0: stuff. hours maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less we had a couple of episodes in the middle where it's just me and you chatting shit and we brought the great one on didn't we really. big brain baker yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, Daniel. how are we I'm all good sir I'm all good and Jimbo as everyone's just heard but give us a shout mate <sighs> oh there we go that is a precursor to what is going to be most of James's segment in uh, in this week's podcast it's going to be a massive sigh before before anything isn't it James <sighs> Right. There's, I think we've got quite a few games to cover this week. So I'm just going to jump straight in there. We've got a couple of midweekers, which I thought were quite big games, quite important in respect of tops and bottoms of the league. And then Saturday, Sunday. No Monday game, though, is it this week, Baker? I hadn't. There's a Championship game and it's also transfer deadline day.
1: So everyone's
0: busy fucking oh. around with their fax machines. Uh, first game and. It was, it was poor. Midweek game, Manchester United versus Sheffield United. And Baker, we've joined that legendary club alongside you, my man, uh, alongside Newcastle with uh, with the loss to Sheffield United 2-1. And to be honest, Man United deserved it. That, mi- that makes it sound like we, we deserve the game. No, we deserve the defeat. There was no urgency, no passion, no energy. It was... All key words you're going to be hearing a lot in this episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of things, which uh, this isn't by any stretch of the imagination, me saying that Manchester United deserve this or anything. I did think both the decisions which were made were a little dubious for um, the, what the first Sheffield United goal, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Billy Sharp, to me, 100% was just pushing the hair in the back, right? Yeah, it really was. And I think it was 50-50. I'll, I'm a United fan, so I didn't think the Maguire one was a... I didn't think it should have been called back, but I can see in the modern game, the goalkeepers are protected protected a lot, aren't they? And I think-
2: What do we say? United get rubber the green. We never said which United,
0: mate. True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very true. What do you you think there, boys? I I thought, as a United fan, I thought it wasn't, but if I'm being objective, been called in the past, hasn't it? And it's one of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty dross game from United. Man United, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, still, you got in the notes that uh, Twan Twenze, Xavi and Martial received racial abuse. Oh, and Rashford. And Rashford. Rashford. I was going to say it's Rashford yeah. as well, yeah. And Rashford
0: after the Arsenal game, which to me... I yeah. presume that's it's, from United fans, right? Yeah. yeah. As far as I'm aware, yes, it was Manchester United fans to do with their poor performances in the game against Sheffield United. I mean, I really didn't think Twan had a poor game. For a young lad, I know he's not that young and I know he's been around a while now, but I didn't think he was bad. Yes, he deflected the ball into his own net. He was trying to get something on it to block it. I didn't think he was poor, to be honest. And Martial, Martial's Martial. Unfortunately, he's very up and down and streaky. Does not justify racial abuse by any stretch. Oh, on said, Baker. they could score.
1: He could score 99 own goals and get a red card. It still doesn't justify being abused.
2: this become very prominent in this game because you're so like challenging and then you obviously lose to the bottom place team and, and people got their backs up about it.
0: Yeah, That's idiots a, have got their yeah, backs up yeah, about yeah, it. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I, th- I think going back to the game for a second, there was um something um, I never agree. I never really agree with Roy Keane, but I actually did this time because he ca- he made the point that United kind of look like they don't believe where they are.
2: Mate, let's be honest. Do we fucking believe where they were?
0: No.
1: <laughs> As a United fan, point.
0: I couldn't work it out myself. <laughs>
1: time feels like it works weird now because none of us have ever left our houses so it feels like <laughs> it feels like October was last week so mm. like United getting beat 6-1 off Spurs I thought that was like a few games ago still oh yeah. I wish
2: man I wish
0: overall I thought like you said poor performance didn't deserve it and like I said I think Roy, Ke- Roy Keane probably hit the nail on the head with most United players fans pundits They can't believe that Man United are in a top four position, challenging. I think I heard in the Sheffield United game at this point last season, Man United were either 21 or 24 points behind Liverpool already at this phase. So to me, this game is less annoying than the Arsenal game at weekend. But anyway, I'm happy to move on, boys. you happy to move on. I don't think we need to concentrate too much on it. The next game, Thursday game. Jimbo, I'm going to let you take lead on this. I'll, uh, I'll give the, the, the fans a little uh, shout. Is Liverpool versus Spurs. 3-1 to Liverpool. And uh, the floor is yours, James. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to talk in perspective of me on,
2: on on Thursday night. I've been watching Spurs for like four years now. It's the first game I've ever turned off early and not finished. First half wasn't so bad. I don't know if you guys saw it. It wasn't so bad. We weren't great at all. We were trying to come out and play football a little bit, but it wasn't great fucking second half we just fell apart like Mm -hmm. ridiculously I think the the injury to Kane probably got in people's heads a little bit and as soon as he wasn't on the pitch you realised what an outlet he is for that like the hold up play and the distribution even if it's not right up at the front even in the midfield like just gone gone completely only silver lining from this game was Oubier getting his first goal for the club Bit of a a screamer at that yeah yeah man yeah Yeah. it was very similar to Wanyama's goal a a few years ago against Liverpool as well Mm -hmm. Just I' came remember out that. to him and he just smacked it yeah 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 um, took the roof off nearly as always the only consistent element of our team at the moment seems to be Undumbele, who had a, an absolutely wonderful game I don't know if you saw him pivoting and moving around Thiago I think he did it three or four times and to, to make a player of that quality look look fucking cheap basically it's just yeah. incredible but that's the only thing I can take from this it's fucking shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, whilst I remember this little fact that you brought up, Tiago, I heard an absolute stupid statistic. It was on that. It was in that game, so you guys probably heard it as well. Tiago has actually won in his ten years as a professional footballer at Barca, Bayern, and now Liverpool has won eight league titles in ten years. Eight. League titles in ten years is that How the fuck was he only like twenty mil or whatever he was then? I know. Well, I think that was because like one year left on his deal, right, Baker? Yeah, yeah. He scares yeah. me, man. He's man. Got,
2: like he's got fucking scary like shark eyes.
0: <laughs> he does, doesn't he? he? Has a proper intense stare. I must
1: admit. Just to build on that one, you just reminded me of another mental mental stat about another form. I think Bayern Munich are kind of it's kind of cheating, but not. But Kingsley Coman has won every single league he's got he's played in since two thousand and thirteen. Wow, just straight. Every year, he's won. Whatever league he's in, he wins it. Fuck, he it, yeah. it over PSG, Juventus, and Bayern, he's won every year. It's madness.
0: And Tiago yes. is part of that, of course. I mean, like yeah. you said, Bayern's slightly cheating, but yeah. Anyway, back onto the game. Go on, yes. mate. What do you think? But what do you think, Baker? Sorry.
1: Yeah, there was a bit of a fight back. I thought recently from Spurs because they had a bit of a dip a week or a couple of months ago. I know these days, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> time at some we point in the last time <laughs> exactly but i think it's all the it's all the old things you can say about jose you can say about this game again the substitutions are a bit weird as well and yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. you're like at your weakest as soon as you score so as soon as Hoiberg got a goal back Spurs just went to sleep and I felt a bit bad for the lad at the back Ro- uh, Roden yeah yeah
2: because yeah.
1: I, think, I think he had he a looked, good game yeah, he yeah. looks decent he looks pretty decent and it's a shame that it was his mistake that sort of took the game away from you again it feels a bit joyless at the minute and yeah. mate, trust me I know joyless <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean there's probably some more stuff I want to say, but we can wait till after the Brighton game, I think.
0: Right. From my perspective, I've got a few questions that I wanted to fire at you. Starting five at the back. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I understand he's trying to be like counter-attacking, like Mourinho always does. Starting five at the back does help. You can break out with the full backs, with the wing backs and stuff. But to me, that just screams. I want to defend. Defend, defend, nil, nil, and and I, Man United can't comment on that because I like I said, Man United have had a lot of top six nil nils or one ones or whatever. But so like one of the things that seems to be coming up is like
2: like we're not a bad team at all by any stretch. Like our our defensive players are probably better than you know anyone in the bottom half of the table. Some teams in the top half of the table, they're okay. But they're not world beaters. So why do we play a system that's so reliant on them being absolutely alert for 90 minutes of the game? Can't expect Eric Dyer's first full season at centre-back to be the best in the world when he's expected to be so critical to the system for 90 minutes. If you played a possession-based style of football, it wouldn't matter. But I think there's just several things going on at the back. Like There's no setback line at all. He changes it every game. There's, uh, I think Hugo Lloris is probably slightly on the down a little bit, starting to like fade a little bit now, maybe. And also, you look at our transfer policy over the last four years, we've brought in one defensive player who's been an improvement over the position that they filled, and that's Sergio Regulon. Everyone, every other transfer we've brought in has either been a second starter or, you know, a project or like since. Vertonghen's left and you're not at that Toby Alderweireld and Vatongan partnership anymore there's just nothing there's no consistency
0: there at all anymore do you think he thought Sanchez was going to be better than he was because I know your opinions on him I thought he was genuinely going to be better than he was but this season Sanchez- he's dropped off
2: Sanchez is a Pochettino defender. He's fast, he's lean, he's like athletic. Whereas like Mourinho just likes big lumps at the back, doesn't he? Like just (laughs) fucking...
0: He likes big lumps at the back and absolute units up front. They have to have some technical ability, but he loves a unit up front as well.
2: I just don't think he's suited to like our system we play. I think, I don't think he's good enough and I don't think he's suited to the system. I'm sure he could go to like the Eredivisie or whatever and and fit right in there and be pretty good, you know, but I, I think we'll ship him off. Well, I'll probably get onto this in a bit. I think we'll ship a lot of people off in summer. What do you think, Baker?
1: Yeah, I think it's if if Jose, stay, if Jose is definitely staying for a, to make his project, then oh, yeah, yeah. A, you're going to get more Jose, Josefied.
2: Yeah. I'd like to state now I'm not Jose out, but <laughs> <laughs> if we were to lose six games on the bounce and something was to change, I wouldn't be upset.
1: But I mean, yeah. again, again, it's like this. It's just a dearth of good managers out there who are not, who are jobless. Who would you reasonably
2: you consider? Have? Yeah. Oh, I'm not getting into this. Yeah, ask, yeah. No, ask, right. ask, ask, me after, ask me after six games, yeah?
0: Right, right. right. <laughs> one, one other thing, Son's heel being offside in that goal. Oh, mate. That was fucking mental. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand VAR and I understand, and we are criticising it for getting the right decisions, but... Is so marginal now. So, it's... So one of the
2: fans online found a photo where, I don't know, there's a very specific rule in, in when the ball leaves the foot of the passing player, whether it's when it first makes contact for the pass or when it leads, leaves the foot. There's all these specific rules, and someone found a picture online that it looked like when the ball left under Mellie's foot, he, he was onside. So, I mean, but the actual image they used was so fucking close anyway.
0: yeah. And, and let, let, let's be clear, that isn't saying that Liverpool didn't deserve it. We haven't really spoken a lot about Liverpool. They bossed really the game. Let's be yeah, honest, like they Firmino bossed the game. His,
2: Firmino got his token goal against us because he always yeah. acts well against us. the a fucking vampire looking cunt.
0: <laughs> uh, one one thing I would say about that that Firmino got that is definitely not on dire. That Loris needs to come for that at that point. That is. Me, like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think uh Larissa's on the down, unfortunately. It's
2: communication, man. Yeah, like yeah. Larissa isn't a goalkeeper that like is like yelling at people. Like, do you know what I mean? He's not like asserting his dominance of the back line. I think that I think it was a real lack in communication.
1: Well, they he must be doing something in training or behind the scenes because he's captain of Spurs and he's captain of France. He must be doing something. He must be quite an inspirational speaker off the pitch because he seems quite—he sh- seems not shy, but I would say shy. I
0: think in interviews he seems very reserved a lot of yeah. the time. I
2: don't I think, think he's just it, quite it, a bit older than all of them, is he? Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that like in interviews are always a bit of a false perspective, though, because because yeah. football is a media trained to death, and like, <laughs> True. It's, it's so rare for them to actually show what they're, what they're actually like when there is a camera shoved in their face. And I mean, like, what, whenever one player says something. Like even remotely outside of like, oh, yeah, good result, three points, really happy. Um, the media just jump all over and go, oh, look how authentic he's being. It's like, well, they're not robots. Like they, can, they can express feelings.
0: <laughs> no, I do agree. I do agree.
2: I mean, I, like, I know we're going on a bit now, but I would want to say like, like I said, he's maybe on the decline a little bit now. I think he's still a world class shot stopper. But he's never really been that sort of sweeper keeper, like like get down there in the legs and fucking grab a mm-hmm. ball as it's coming towards you, sort of thing. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in the summer, to be honest. Not because we're mm-hmm. trying to shift him, but because he wants to. Back to France, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Well, we'll roll on, boys. We'll roll on. Alex, it's your time to shine, brother.
1: Can I? Um, can I just oh, make on. a few a few outs in the in the midweek results? Oh, go on, go on, mate. Um, I mean, shout out to Mystic Joey because Burnley again coming from behind twice was it yeah what is going on and same with Coxie and West Ham just rolling on yes in, in midweek
0: that is obviously yeah not. yeah mate big time big time I must admit yeah and, uh, Coxie great shout and Newcastle losing to Leeds but anyway moving on <laughs> oh yeah, yeah well mate this is what we said right before the when we're speaking off air, we're like, right, Jim, you're you're gonna be super negative this week after them couple of results. Baker, you've got to bring a bit of positivity. So we didn't allow him to talk about the the loss in midweek. So we're gonna we're gonna let you talk about uh, the Newcastle Everton game. 2-0 uh, to Newcastle, two goals from Callum Wilson. Uh I just wanted Let's to see say
2: that smile, Baker. Let's <laughs>
1: smile. I'm gonna what? be honest. I'm always my heart always drops a bit when Newcastle are on TV because I have to watch it. I have, I have loyalty I never, I never enjoy it um, it, was, it was it's the early game on Saturday so I think oh that's brilliant what a way to start the weekend fucking fantastic um, but I was genuinely very pleasantly surprised and this this story that broke last week with um, a fella called Graham Jones who was I don't know if he bought him or he just nicked him off Bournemouth but he was, he was one of their coaches and he's been brought in as uh, the assistant to the manager not assistant manager assistant to the manager and since he's come in, I mean as second half against second half against Leeds, we've looked we looked better. We actually put we actually scored, we put a few good attacks together. And then this game, I don't know, I don't know what I was watching. We're actually chasing after the ball, we're actually putting people under pressure. And don't get me wrong, Everton were diabolically awful and didn't offer anything. But I mean, fucking hell, Callum Wilson is Callum Orson's a good player, and when we play to his strengths you know, we get results. It's like someone, so we had to bring in someone to tell Steve Bruce to play to our strengths.
2: But we I kind mean, of said that. We said that since the start of the season. Like we always said he was a good signing and like yeah. if you can get it ticking with him up front and, yeah, the, and, him and him the attacking and Fraser, players you've got. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, like you said a couple of weeks ago, Fraser him, uh, Fraser Wilson, uh, what's his name? Is that Maxima and uh, fuck, what's his name? Ashley Brown. Almiron. Almiron. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, them four as an attacking... Like, they're men. They are really good. They're, they're upper Premier... Like, definitely top half Premier League, isn't it, I think?
1: There's, there's so much pace in that attack. And I mean, I'm, I'm not... Like, Isaac Hayden's not amazing, but he's a solid defensive midfielder who will, who will get in the way of the ball, pretty much. And John Joe Shelby can pick a pass. It's not a bad attacking unit. But they just—they were just been strangled by Bruce, saying, "Right, we can't. Don't attack. Don't attack. Nick one on the break. That's all we can do." And I mean, if this is how things are going to go, I—we're going to get—we'll get thrashed at some point. But I genuinely think the fans would rather see us get thrashed once in a while, while attacking teams. Yeah. Played played absolutely awfully and get beat anyway. And I see you put. Um, I was going to talk about Darlow. You put, put it in the notes, yeah. but he has he has been really really good this year. And I think the thing that one of the things I took away from that game is Pickford again made. I mean, what is that second goal? He basically just showed him the entire half of the goal. He, <laughs> he doesn't know where he is. He Mate. doesn't know where he is. So he ran out. He ran out to close it down. stopped, And then just sort of like shifted away. Wilson is just like, all oh, right, cheers. I'll yeah. take that
0: corner. No worries. Like yeah, straight I, across I, you.
1: <laughs> I think. I mean, I'm, I'm Pickford will get picked for England. Obviously, because Southgate loves him, but I think Darlow's better than him in this season. In current form, for sure.
0: Hey, I think I think Darlo, I think Pope is ahead of him. I think yeah. a Tom it's Henderson, he- English. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Henderson is. Yeah, like, I think I think a lot of English keepers are ahead of him, definitely. And well, let's not get down that fucking <laughs> rabbit hole, boys, because I will international
1: rabbit.
0: Um, Callum Wilson's mate. That header. I just want to say big right. shout out. That was a fucking lovely, right. lovely header from from the corner. One, a
1: couple of good goals as well. The second was a good counter attack, even though Pickford was just sort of like <laughs> escorting the ball in, <laughs> but.
2: I saw one where he went down for it and it kind of just rolled over his arm. Was that this game?
1: That was against Leicester in the week. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Oh, mate. That was a great either. The thing is, Pickford as well, because he's a mackerel, he hates Newcastle. Yeah. (laughs) And every time time he plays us, obviously the fans went there, every time he plays us, he he gets in his head straight away and he just fucking loves it. So I think there was one one game a couple of years ago they were 2-0 up and I'm going on a bit. They were 2-0 up at half time. I think he was walking off and he's shut I uh, cheering in the face of the Gallagher. <laughs> we won 3-2 afterwards. And I was just like, why would you let that affect your mind when you're playing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just,
0: gotta... just a bit childish, really, isn't it? I'll keep it 100 when you're in the game, innit?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. Also, does this change your mindset at all with in terms of... Like anything, essentially, like you haven't won in a long time. Is this the sign of, you know, like we said, a turnaround or well, whatever? And just off the game, and in reality, it was just a, a Mate, good result.
1: It's a combination. It's a combination of the of the two. Everton, Everton were not on the races for whatever reason, but I'm not. I've I've lived long enough to know that one good result does not make a season. I still think. I still think we'll be in and around the relegation zone come the end of the season. And I think it's very possible we go down, not because we're playing badly, but because the teams who are in and around us have started to really fucking kick it up. Fulham have yeah. started kicking it up. Brighton, obviously, we'll get to that, but they started kicking it up. Burnley have kicked it up. See, we're not we're not safe at all. I think it depends on we need someone. We need someone like Wolves to go properly south. I don't think they will. So it's going to be us. We'll be we'll be in and around there for sure.
2: I would say what you want about this season but it's fucking interesting it's tight at the top yeah. tight at the bottom man yeah tight uh, well, mean, at the top
1: well no we'll get to him but City just look like a fucking machine at the
0: minute well before we get to that can do we have any dumb uh, update mate, do, mate what's he what's yeah, been up mate. to mate
1: <laughs> he's a very bland man to follow like I mean just pictures of golf courses <laughs> that's pretty much all he does <laughs> open now I don't even know
0: they're open during lockdown he's just
2: they are for Domit, mate they are for Domit. yeah yeah they,
0: they roll the red carpet out for him
2: ah it's, Mr. Dummit your four three. iron <laughs> <laughs> well Bruce he's carrying for minute? <laughs> <laughs> so, so nothing nothing tangible on the on the Dummit update this week
1: nothing tangible he also didn't I think he's I think he's injured again
2: Oh mate,
1: it's
0: like
2: one week on, one week off with this guy.
0: It's like one week on, twenty weeks off. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, it's not one week on, one week off. It's here, yeah. like one week on, eight weeks uh, pulled hamstring, I mean, <laughs> two weeks in, and then <laughs> we we have,
1: we have started playing. Um, we've got he's he's not first choice, so we we got the little there. Uh, we got um, Lewis from uh, Norwich. Oh yeah, At, right playing, back is he? he? Yeah, he's a he's left back, so he's done. He took double. Dummett's position he's not, he's not bad I
0: mean better than Dummett let's be honest Dummett is, is a championship player through and through on to the next one mate as you just mentioned Wolves what What do you think of this one Crystal Palace won Wolves nil um, Crystal Palace played well or what do you think Baker
1: uh, Wolves are really really like cut adrift in the middle they're, just, they're not themselves are they they're in like, a funk aren't they it's too much to blame it on one factor being Jimenez's horrible injury because I mean let's, let's not forget they did win that game mm, true, yeah. so, so but I don't I don't know he it doesn't look like Nuno can motivate them out of it because they just look it looks so stagnant and like again a bit joyless everyone's joyless it's catching but I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I think palace, palace are just Palace aren't they? they're, just, they're just solid they had a couple of they had a couple of flashings recently but Roy will never let you down. And Eze is, Eze is a really good player. Take take some of the attacking impetus away from Zaha so he doesn't have to do literally everything himself.
0: Although I do want to make one little comment. They were fucking wetting themselves, the commentators, in the highlights of I saw for, this, for Eze's goal. I thought he just shifted it and smashed it. And the, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rue Patricio just didn't get down quick enough I really didn't think it was that much of a special goal but the commentator was like wow what a strike from Eze I was like he was virtually in the box he just smashed it straight at the keeper like I mean this is really off topic but I
1: feel like I haven't mentioned this yet and I need to to get off my chest Rupert Tricio is a great goalkeeper and there's no denying that however why does he wear number 11 it annoys me so much (laughs) why why does he mate he needs to be number one doesn't he like all, like all like just a standard keeper number it's not fucking number 11 what are you doing <laughs> you think you're running down the wing do you Patricio fuck off mate number one taken is like, I'm going to have two ones
2: <laughs> quite excited to see William Jose develop we were mm. linked with him in the summer and you know it seems quite good from what I've seen so quite excited to see how he
0: gets on he looked like he could have an impact what do you think Baker
1: yeah well he's he's a good player. He was um mm. he was pretty integral for Sociedad's recent form over the last couple of seasons. Um but again, pretty massive shoes to fill because Jimenez is one of the most complete strikers in the league. And he's a bit he's a bit of a unit, William Jose, isn't he? Yeah I
0: didn't realise until I actually saw the highlights, he's actually a fucking like model. Why, do, why do you think we were linked to him then? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, yeah, that makes sense, mate. Right, that makes sense. Um I think that's enough enough said on that right on to the premier league champions of 2020 <laughs> 2021 <laughs> manchester city versus sheffield united uh one nil this is uh you know this is what you you get when you come up against real title contenders manchester united in midweek not looking good enough, Manchester City, get one goal, and I know we've mentioned it a couple of times, but Stones and Diaz at the back, that is just, that is just a partnership and a half, isn't it? Now it's, uh, like, what do you do? And I mean, Uh, also I just want to say that the the assist from Torres which to be fair like the fact that he didn't go down under that challenge in the box I was well impressed with I don't know if you've seen it and then the composure from from Jesus like he just gets the ball it's like right in front of the keeper I mean there's not a lot of defenders around him but he manages to just sort of jink out of it and and put it in and I thought composure considering like a lot of people have been mentioning him as like oh can he take over from Aguero Mm. sort of thing I think with performances like how it looked like he played at least from the highlights, and, you know. What do you think, boys? I I think they're they're nailed on for the for the title now, aren't they, Jim? What do you think? Oh, i
2: don't, You can't make any predictions this season, but it's looking yeah. that way. If they have a hiccup and and drop a couple of points in a few games, it's it's back on, mate. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Feel it feels to me. Just feel it just feels
1: to me that they they've already had their hiccup. Their yeah. hiccup
2: yeah. The hiccup was the start, and
1: it's down to all the other teams also having hiccups, that, that that they still have a chance to even get back into it. Yeah. But, I mean, they just look like an absolute machine just churning away,
0: churning away. I, th- I thought the loss of uh, De Bruyne would affect them, but this Pep side, mm, there's something different about them, man. Like, there's something different because... There'd be games a couple of seasons ago where you could see Pep just wanted to keep the ball, wanted to play, and they would concede a goal against a Sheffield United against, a I don't know, no disrespect, a lower half Premier League team because they're just pissing about with the ball. But now this team just looks so, so solid, doesn't
1: it? It looks... It, it looks It looks like he's
0: finally got his defence sword, as we keep mm. saying. I do about fucking been... 500 million on it,
1: but... <laughs> Eventually, we found together, right? Like, yeah. he Even he didn't expect Stones to be as good as he is. No, exactly, Matt. Uh, it's exactly. it's going to be... I mean, whoever. this sounds really obvious,
0: but whoever finishes above City is going to win the league, if not City. They've got to have to beat out City, aren't they?
1: Speaking of winning the league, Sam Allardyce.
0: <laughs> as you can tell, next one up. Uh, West Brom. Versus Fulham, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, although I looked at this on Sky Sports News because I'll be honest, big club snob here. As I've said, I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights and thought, bloody hell, this might be a bit of a barn burner, as I'd like to say. <laughs> didn't really inspire much, I'll be honest. It looked it looked okay. Bakey, you seem like you know it more than me. Go on, jump oh, in, mate. Do you say that. I mean, first things first, I thought just how nice it was to have a three o'clock game on BBC One. Yeah, that is true. Actually, that was yeah. I didn't realize that at the time. I must admit.
1: But um, the first half, Fulham fucking blew them away and should should have been out of sight completely. Really? Yeah, 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 the no big time. I think, but so, Scotty P's got on doing got them doing bits in a minute. But I mean, they had a sort of they couldn't put them away, and somehow those teams would always always just to find a way to fucking claw their way back in. But, I, do, I mean, you said you said here, he,
0: he has managed to steady the ship,
1: but I think
0: they're too far gone, aren't they, West Brom? I think so. But we see this now, and it's Big Sam, isn't it? He does manage to get players just to run through brick walls for him. Like, I wouldn't count them out at least another month at this point, because if Big Sam can, like, just keep at them, like, yeah. Sheffield United are below... They're, unfortunately, I think they're still going down. I think it's two positions and in not it? Like, who else can they drag into that into that dogfight? And I hate to say it, mate, it might be your boys. <laughs>
1: no, it might not. That's, what, that's what I think it probably will be. But I think, looking at them now, there are nine points off safety, two points off Fulham in 18th. I think that it's not
0: yeah now you've okay, said think, that mate now you've told me the points i i do agree i think and, you're right
1: the, th- the three teams above the relegation zone all won this weekend newcastle burnley and brian when well, no, did burnley win that was last in midweek sorry
0: <laughs> no but burnley lost to be fair they lost to chelsea didn't they but yeah, yeah. i mean mm, November, midweek ago i don't know it's we'll see when we we'll see what happens with uh with big sam he's uh he's a mythical one isn't he
1: you can never you can never count him out but I think it's probably about time the fucking it, his powers need to diminish at some point because otherwise he'll just be here until we're all like until we die
0: yeah we'll, we'll be like 60 we will be like oh remember when Big Sam used to be managing West Brom hey, and they just
2: fucking wheel him in on an iron lung and he's still <laughs> there. it will be like it's like Futurama it will be his head in a jar yeah 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 <laughs> He'll be like, managing like... Be a big like, fucking charm, mate. <laughs> He'll be managing like Lincoln
1: City
0: in the
2: Premier League. Yeah, yeah, going, love
0: man. it. Um, Go on, Daniel. Oh, I don't know about this one, boys. We're rolling on. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal versus Manchester United. And, hmm, yeah, nil-nil. Arsenal were unlucky. Yeah, I agree. Arsenal were unlucky. They, they played the heart out for a lot of this game and without Saka and without Aubameyang like united i think baker's pretty much summed it up like to me they they didn't know where they were and the fact is they still don't know where they are and they don't want to they don't want to lose it so they're afraid of attacking and going for it and <laughs> to me
1: it's like someone's
0: just told them recently that they're in a title race, and they just it's just, it just spooked them. It's mate, you hit the nail on the head, like, and at this point, you can't. You can, but you, you shouldn't accept nil nils against a, an Arsenal team that, let's be honest, like they're classed as in inverted brackets top six. But inverted are commas, they inverted like commas. Oh, inverted commas? <laughs> fuck inverted. Off commas they are classed as a top six team aren't they but in reality like at the moment like I mean I know they've you know I know they've got better at the back without Saka and Aubameyang like that's why are United not going for it and not wanting to win but I
1: don't know and you and you and you do bring up in the notes that like it's United against the big teams is a, a you know you don't seem to score any goals and I'm just draw it nil and be. It's so fucking dull when you play the big teams, man. Yeah, so and like, I, get, and, and like, I feel. I feel because like the hype machine just churns, and they like whenever, you, whenever United play Arsenal or Chelsea or City or Liverpool, they'll put out all these trailers of like these amazing games from all those years ago, and you just know it's not going to be the same this
0: time. It's not going to live up to the expectations. Show, show as many Keane versus Vieira clips as you want. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> there is no yeah. players like Keane and Vieira anymore, unfortunately. I it's yeah it, let's be honest against the top six it's not it's not good enough and I think yeah it's improvement we're not losing but like you said it's like well then players have just been told by the way if you win this game or you win the game against Sheffield United and you win against Arsenal like still mm. one point behind City and City are unbelievable at the moment like Mm. Why not go for it? But I don't know if
2: this like goes back to that. I would say, like, Ollie, I can't imagine him fucking firing up a team in the dressing room. And does is that part of it? Like, you imagine Pep Guardiola going in there being like, if we win this, we go top. And he'll absolutely fucking set a fire under your ass. Whereas Ollie, I can't really imagine him doing that. Um He'd probably be like, Oh well, let's go and try and get a <laughs> point today, boys.
0: <laughs> I I don't know, but I, no, feel... I mean it's something yeah, it's all yeah. sort of
2: speculation,
0: isn't it? I, I just feel like I've said this so many times now and it's getting boring saying it. I don't know what his style is. Like mm-hmm. against the big six, it's counter-attack. Against the other teams. Give it to and- Fernandez and hope he does something. <laughs> exactly. Get it to Fernandez, hope he can pick a pass. And it's vibes, mate. It's pure vibes. <laughs> I think, I think not to nick from another Sky Sports pundit, they play in five, 10-minute spells where they, 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 they make a brilliant pass or Cavani managed to seize on something or Pogba scores a screamer. Like, there's no game which I've watched in the past four months of Manchester United that I could say all the way through it, we are going to win this game. We're going to win it. We're going to win it. Like we we scrape it or we come back from 2-0 down or something like that and it's never been like positive progressive attacking football and you know yeah
1: I mean yeah but this has always been this has always been the thing with Ollie. you go on runs you're a streaky you're a streaky team but it doesn't change the fundamental issues with him as a manager I genuinely believe the fundamental he's not good enough for Manchester United and he'll go through these patches and you, do, you did it last year You went You went on a tear And you ended up Somehow finishing Second or third Or something stupid Yeah
0: third yeah
1: You can It's just It's just madness doing, Going on and on And on the same sort of thing And Pochettino sat there Unemployed for
0: Months and months and months And if you had any sense You'd just throw money at him Oh this not get Jim On the Pochettino bandwagon Jesus He's in a different country It's fine I'm yeah. happy with that quick aside,
1: he did,
2: they did lose this weekend it was quite funny. Yeah, I, yeah, I tweeted about it. Ooh, once Spurs always Spurs, isn't it? Losing in the last minute.
0: Southampton versus Villa. 1-0 Villa and the uh, the tear-up continues, doesn't it? Ross Barkley, I mean, I hadn't heard much about him in the past maybe month, month and a half. I remember at the start when he first came in, he was, he was bang on form and he'd sort of dropped off a little bit, I think now, but Lovely, lovely goal. And again, <clears throat> I hate to say it, Jack Grealish <laughs> assist. James, you're laughing. Go on, give us your two pennies worth, mate.
2: I didn't see it, but my mate's a Villa fan and he's just going on about how, how much he hopes that they keep Ross Barkley, how he seems to be really enjoying himself. And obviously, Grealish is a, is
0: a naughty little boy. Fully, fully agree. That's my analysis, but, mate. Very, <laughs> what very do you, naughty little boy. What do you think about that? But also, the Matty Cash penalty decision, do you see that? Matty Cash's arse not being big enough to keep him
1: <laughs> yeah. inside of there. That's why, like,
2: you know, you, if Hazard had still been in the Premier League, mate. Know.
1: <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember? I'm, like, I'm going to make the podcast three hours long, but there's a guy who used to play for, for Newcastle called Vernon Anita. Do you remember him, Dan? He's about five foot six. He's a tiny little guy, but he had to be a fucking huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked even weirder for guys so short. It's just like 90% ass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and I think yeah, you got you gotta admit it now, Daniel. Grealish is just if he's not if he's not in the conversation for player of the season, I don't know
0: what, what else he can do. I've I've never said that Jack Grealish isn't a good player. I've questioned his character.
1: I mean, yeah, he's probably a scally, but <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you mean probably?
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about libel, guys. You got to worry about libel. <laughs> um, no, Matty Cash penalty decision. What do you think? I think it probably was penalty, to be honest. But then the decision was not a penalty because it flicked off his thigh. However, from my perspective, if flicks off his thigh. But it's still the majority of the stop of the ball is coming off his arm. When yeah. he's got his arm and his leg ex- like stretched out, the majority of the stop I, for me comes from his arm, but who knows?
1: Yeah. I, and, yeah. I mean it, penalty decisions aside, they are they
2: are actually having a fucking unreal season, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, compared like you keep contrast it to last season as well. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Fighting Crazy. relegation.
0: But I mean it's, it's you know, they've they've the invested well. To be fair, with
1: I don't know what Arsenal was doing, sitting and sleeping on Emiliano Martinez for this long. Mate. He looks, he looks solid, man. He
0: really does. Like, I mean,
1: was it one of you guys who pointed out that he looks he looks a bit like he looks a bit Sunday
0: League, but he gets the job done. <laughs> He's
2: got a bit of a belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, very
0: basically. quickly before we move on, Ings being offside in the last minute. I mean, again. <sighs> I know we're criticising VAR, but to me, your sleeve being offside is not offside. Like, I think there just needs to be like
2: a a, like a buffer zone. Yeah, If if a calls within like I don't know a yard or something, then just fucking allow it.
0: So the benefit of the doubt should be for the attacking team. Yeah, definitely. that's 100%. exactly what I was just going to say. What they always used to say was benefit of the doubt to the attacker. Before VAR, before all of this, it was always benefit of the doubt for the attacker. I just think it's just been implemented in the worst way.
1: I thought VAR was brought in to stop things that are so obviously wrong, but the referee's missed. Like, obviously, like blindingly obvious. But because you have the technology, they feel like they have to look at everything through a microscope and then you end up with these stupid rule changes halfway through a season we've had two what was it two Man. or three like uh, the handball rules changed and now the offside rule changed because yeah. of that goal um, that goal city scored against villa you can't just keep changing the rules to fit around var oh, fucking up just fucking if it look if it's
0: if it's really obviously wrong and the referee's missed it disallow it if not fucking shut up and don't do anything I think that's a perfect place to stop there we will stop criticising VAR when it stops making wank decisions uh, on to Sunday's games Chelsea versus Burnley and right Fuck you boys, right? <laughs> Just saying. This. Right. What how how did you how did you say no, 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 Thomas? No, not, no, 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 no. We no, no, never no, said
2: no. this on air. We never said no. it on air. So technically it never happened.
0: Oh, right. Did it not? Did it uh, not, boys? Because I'm pretty sure I've been saying his name. Right. Anyone who's not listened to us for a couple of weeks, these boys fucking dig me out on pronunciation of players all the time. I'm gonna say his name is Thomas Tuchel. But Alex Baker and James last week told me it was Thomas Tuchel. And I was like, I'm not going to criticise because I'm always the guy that gets digged out. But fuck you guys. I'm right. You're wrong. Don't- We're just a bit more nuanced than you, aren't you? You're nah, a bit more common nah, 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 bro. Nah, nah, Too nah, cool. Nah. Don't, don't be giving me this because Martin Tyler in, uh, in the game, which is common my as man. Muck, common as muck. He, he told me is it is what it is so don't yeah, don't be no, giving me right. this, I think mean, you are right you are right I
1: mean, you, you are right but I mean I was hoping that you'd go away and start saying two shelter people and something, <laughs> <laughs> something to however Dan um, you did call Alan San and San Maxima earlier and I didn't say
2: anything so <laughs> shut up oh Baker do you want do you want do
0: you want fuck off mate
2: <laughs> we talk about the football game? Let's talk yeah, about the football game. Uh... He brought on the old boys. He had the mm. old boys out. Definitely have to cut this out, but he brought on uh, the captain and the child killer, didn't he? <laughs>
1: I, put, I, put this, I put this game on yesterday and um, my missus walked in at one point and, she, and she, she saw Alonso and remarked that she thought he was quite good looking. And it's, such, it's quite satisfying to turn around and be like, yeah, but he killed kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. He might be good looking, but don't ever fucking get in a car with him. No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh man! Anyway. Should we talk about the football game. Football yeah, game.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks looks like he's settling in. I mean, it's his first game, isn't it? They're always going to get a bit of a bounce, aren't they? Second game. So, he wasn't the manager. in was midweek game, was he? He
1: yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this Burnley Burnley didn't really turn up, did they? I think it was a really really comfortable match. Yeah, from what I, from what I saw, they didn't they didn't really need to get going massively. It was, it
2: was the first game he had Wolves. Not no offence to Wolves or Burnley but it's not fucking mega technical yeah, yeah. It's, like, a,
1: it's, it's, a gen, it's a gentle learning curve for yeah, sure yeah yeah for sure we'll learn a lot more about two shells Chelsea <laughs> when <laughs> when they when they come up against one of the top six which I think oh. is quite soon hey
0: yeah that's against Spurs next game isn't it Jim is that what you said
2: spicy uh, well, I wasn't listening what did you say <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, on to the next one yeah we uh,
2: didn't say anything about that last game we just fucking mugged people off mate
0: but <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, how it I mean, goes
1: I honestly don't have too much to say about it because it was such it was incredibly routine wasn't
0: it yeah exactly yeah. that's what I mean with them kind of games it is what it is right yeah
1: Alonso's
0: goal was good yeah I did see that happened. goal I must admit it was a nice goal I must it was admit a nice yeah. goal. he's got that in his locker like the occasion let's mm. not go down the, the Alonso uh, rabbit hole again <laughs> On to the next one, which is Leicester versus Leeds, free one to Leeds, James. And I yeah. put in the notes here. Sorry, James, but it has to be said, mate. Like,
2: oh, mate, no, I watched
0: this game. They were fucking lovely to watch.
2: Yeah, and I'll say it, mate. I'll say it. Humble pie. Bamford's goal was ridiculously nice.
1: Yeah, considering that he was he and written off just quite a few times as not being good enough for the PL. It's quite nice to see him succeed, even though I mean, oh God, all, those, all those jokes about him like being
0: grade seven violin and all that sort of shit.
1: Mm.
0: I think and got to basically rejected Harvard to play at uh, uh, Leeds.
1: <laughs> I, mean, yeah. fair, I mean, fair, fair, fair play to the guy. If that's yeah, if that's true, if you're turning down Harvard to play in the Premier League, mate, fair fucks to you. You know what I mean? Ah, should, play we,
0: to him, uh, yeah.
2: should we talk about a football game?
0: Sorry, It's me, it's me. Well, here we go, right. We'll drop some facts on you. Leeds have, after 20 Premier League games under Bielsa, have 15 uh, 15 points clear of the relegation zone, six points off a European spot, Uh, same wins as Chelsea and Arsenal, and more goals than Chelsea and Spurs. So I know, James, you like to dig them out a little bit because all the commentators love them, but fully, fully deserved this game. Fully deserved. Yeah. To talk Leicester, I mean, did you watch the game? Did were Leicester just poor then, or what was the crack? Oh, I can't really remember to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I was like, it was all fucking. My
2: memory's wiped in it by the Brighton game later that day. So <laughs> anger just is the only focus, right? I did watch you know, it though. I just remember seeing Bamford's goal and thinking lovely stuff. But I can't. I can't specifically remember about Leicester.
1: It, it, was it, pretty, it was a pretty mental start to the game. I think it was. It, there were t- like two or three disallowed goals in the first like twenty minutes. Oh, it was so, a Fucking right? yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, we all jokes aside, Leeds are fun to watch if for like, no reason more than. They'll they they'll, they'll they leave everything out, there, don't they? They don't know how they don't know how to sit back. No, uh-huh. and so they'll, they'll they'll either have a game like that or they'll get fucking stuffed. And that it's just great fun, isn't it? It's
2: just good fun. I mean, was always, the, there was always going to be goals in this fixture, like
1: yeah. When, sure. was the, when, when was the last time a promoted team come up and scored thirty-five goals halfway through the season? I know, madness, man. Actual madness. That is, that is madness. I no, fair, fair play to them. And they're, they're on a bit of a. They they bounced back a bit, and they. I would yeah. say yeah, they've been being, being Newcastle which
0: is you know fucking
1: not a massive achievement but beating Leicester is also is pretty impressive
0: two small points on this if Harvey Barnes does not get into that England set up at mm. some point then Gareth Southgate needs his fucking head looking at
1: hey,
0: <laughs> and also Dan Bernstein you listen every week Leeds fan so thank you very much for listening mate I, uh, and we also need to get you on West Ham versus Liverpool, and I think that game in midweek against Spurs has really kicked them into gear.
1: You're, you're right to put this first in the running order, but we just need to talk about those two goals first and foremost. So that's the touch for the second, for mm. the second goal is just unfucking real, okay. and they're up against a West Ham who are on their on their game, really good form, and. They didn't really have a chance to do West Ham blind away. This is, and then, and then he's, he's clearly got to him. Klopp recently gave him a massive kick up the arse. Well, they're fourth still, aren't they? Or one well, of the third now. But I've oh, got
0: Liverpool and Man City going to fucking cut away again, aren't they? Yeah, probably. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, yeah, just to add to that, like that second goal from Salah, like pretty much what. Curtis Jones ball out to uh, uh, Shaqiri, it? Shaqiri, yeah, and then literally one touch from Shakiri into Salah, Salah one touch finish. It was that from the West Ham corner is just it's about, Shaqiri's passes. He's 40, forty, fifty yard ball. It, mm. He can't, and he killed it. He didn't even. He didn't even
1: control it with the bottom of his foot. <sighs> that's just insane. Yeah. Any other players doing that? That's going. That's going over the stadium. I like.
2: Oh, Klopp's obviously got this fucking magic going we know that but like the fact they've had so many injuries this season and they just keep bringing out all these random fucking youth players from out of nowhere and they just step on the pitch and they're like barring a few a few incidents they're fucking quality oh, I don't get it
1: Nathaniel Phillips <laughs> played yesterday didn't he their centre back the tall lad yeah. and <clears throat> do you remember know last season when Liverpool Liverpool played Everton in the cup and Liverpool had to play their kids Phillips played that game. I always thought, like, this guy's, like, this guy's a decent player. Like, I, I don't know why... I don't know why they're scrabbling around. Like, right now, they've just bought a back off Preston for 500k. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, he re- is he really going to be better than what you've already <laughs> got? Like...
0: I'm glad you brought that up, mate. Yeah. I I saw that a, a day or so ago and thought exactly the same. Like, no offence to Reese Williams. I know he had a, a bit of a shocker against United, but... Really, like, is this lad from Preston? I don't know. I don't know Preston, but is he going to be any better than what they've already got in the, coming through the academy, like Jimbo said? Like, he just seems to get them to run through brick walls somehow. Mate, I saw
2: that they were linked with Ben Davis yesterday and I got pretty excited.
0: <laughs> to <What>, take him <laughs> off your hands? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Defense, Defender Ben Davis. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, it
1: should also be said they're buying in the market for two centre-backs. And the other one plays for Schalke, who are bottom of the Bundesliga with a goal difference of minus
2: 34. It doesn't matter, one, mate. You know, he'll step in that fucking yeah. team and he'll be world-class with us. I a... know, right?
1: That's well, the well, thing. Just I mean, the point on this guy. I I've, I've, I've watched the Schalke game earlier this season. He got sent off for spitting at someone. So he's obviously a lovely man.
2: Oh, I'll be all right in Liverpool, mate.
0: but <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not worried about libel on that?
2: <laughs> all the people in Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool are going to sue me at one time. <laughs> No, I like Liverpool, man.
0: I've seen the place. On, um, on the Moisey side, West Ham, is this is just a you know a, a bit of a, a stumbling block. And Yeah, I think they're fine, man. They're yeah.
1: fine, they're fine. You, play, you play a team at Liverpool, you don't anything's yeah. a bonus, isn't it? Yeah,
0: exactly. No, I think easily top 10 to eight finish for West Ham this season, easily. And that's a prediction which I'm standing by. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo Brighton versus Spurs 1-0 to Brighton Jimbo the floor is yours my man Liverpool anger anger this didn't care (laughs)
2: do you know Dr Tottenham oh Liverpool you haven't scored in the league in eight hours Dr Tottenham will see you now (laughs) oh Brighton you haven't won at home this season yet Dr Tottenham will see you now it's fucking ridiculous, but as soon as the game started and he was like, Brighton haven't won at home this season, I was like, we lost this then, haven't we? <laughs> and I hate to admit it, but a little bit of me enjoyed the Benny Hill style football we're playing, mate. I, I was just like, this is fucking terrible, but it's fine because maybe it'll mean things will change soon. That's the point I'm at a little bit. And I know that sounds bad because like, it's only two defeats in a row. But normally you take a defeat and you're like, oh, let's go on to the next game. But now I'm just a bit like, I just feel disillusioned with it. Totally disillusioned. To play, Like if you watch this game, the, it was all over the shop, mate. Watching Lucas Moore and Sissoko bursting down the right wing, playing Benny Hill theme tune on my phone.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're trying to go around people. About four times Lucas Moore just smacks the ball at a defender and then that's it. Sissoko went around another player, went to pass it to Lucas and just fired it into his midriff. I'm like, how are these guys like, at this level? I just don't, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, it's, I don't know.
1: I saw someone say, I can't remember who it was, but it's, it, was a, it was the Spursiest that Spurs have looked for a long time.
2: They've stopped being Spursy and now they're being Spursy again. There was a guy on Reddit who said he's, he's been watching us for 30 years, even under like Tactics Tim and AVB and all this. <laughs> the worst days of all that. That was one of the worst performances he's ever seen.
1: Thank you for reminding me about Tactics
2: 10. <laughs> You're welcome, man.
1: Jimmy awesome. awesome. uh, you, you, Jimoni saluted at, at, at a <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: up Oh fucking God. Um, anyway, sorry. I'm just gonna I'm gonna can I do a little bit I found on Reddit? I'm just gonna read do it. it mate. So, right? Do it, Do so, it, do it. He'll put it way better than I'll ever be able to say it. So it's time to call this Munio experiment for what it is. It's a free fall. He gets schooled by Brighton. He can't get anything out of these players, and I've never seen us play this bad. He looks as lost as our players, wrong formations, bad selection, terrible subs, refuses to give chance to others, banished our most creative player for what for what reason? Brighton had 17 shots and Spurred has seven. First half, we had one shot on goal versus Brighton's 10 with a low block defensive play. Football is painful to watch after the Potch era. We are no longer declining. This is a free fall. If this is one of our best managers in the world can do, then I guess I'm just insane. And I completely agree with this guy, whoever he is, what's his name? Craig Asm two two three three. Craig. I feel like we we had some good results this season, but it's totally based on individual brilliance. We have three shots a game and we'll score three goals purely based on the merits of one or two players. No other player outside of Harry Kane and Son has an has an XG over one point five for this season. Okay, for everyone in next the season. I know, mate. But also to quote somewhere else, I found on 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 Reddit, um, "We're a no tactics, just vibes team." But we don't have any vibes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's it. I'm done, mate. That's my spiel.
1: Can I just quickly mention uh, congratulations to Brian for playing that well again?
2: Oh, mate, unbelievable! Because so
1: their, their goal was great. Again. Oh man! They, and they do, they do, hey, some good fucking stuff. And we, I swear, we could we, you could clip us up saying that. Yeah. just replay it every week yeah, so yeah. they do play some good stuff and it is good for them they've actually finally managed to score a fucking to win a game at home because yeah. I, saw, I saw on Reddit funnily enough that Brighton's last three home wins have been in 2019, 2020 and 2021 So well, they-, they only won one game in 2020
0: at home at home
2: yeah. yeah fucking hell how the
0: Amex mate it's the anti-fortress mate. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the of of yeah. I mean, Man United are pretty, uh, very close to that this season with the amount of fucking awful results I've had at home. Well, um, one thing I will say is I don't want to sound like I'm throwing my
2: toys out the pram because we've lost two games. I do feel like there's systematic problems here that are now just being uncovered because potentially we've lost the man who embodies our team. The thing is,
1: that will that change if he has a summer of proper Josephine you?
0: Yeah, he yeah, he's already had one. I honestly think it's in our DNA. Nah, mate, I'm telling you right now, don't even say it's in your DNA. It might be, but also Mourinho. And I I'd hate to say I told you so, but it is the Yosei way. I said this before when we we're offline. When he starts playing centre backs as your right wing back, or when he when he against Chelsea when he was at United, he played Herrera as a centre-back in a back five, his head's going. His head is going. He needs some kind of result, some kind of performance to pull him out of this because if he doesn't, man, uh, what are we on now? The 1st of February, he ain't lasting two months. If it it keeps going downhill, he ain't lasting two months, man. on On that, like weird decisions, five at the back against
2: Brighton, with Sosoko playing right wing back, Orier on the bench, who is an out and out right back, though mm. he sat at home. And I, I just I just I just don't get it. Like LaMella on for Harry Kane when he's injured against Liverpool. I don't get it. Yeah. What like oh. it's it's I think it's hit me harder because like seven, eight nine weeks ago we were top of the table for two weeks and we were flying and
0: we were like nine clean sheets in a row just just to put a bit more of a dower on that mate you've got Chelsea, West Brom, Everton and Manchester City in the next four games if we came back in four weeks time and you'd won one of them four games or won one and drawn one i.e. won against West Brom, drawn against Everton and that's no given against big Sam would you be happy with
2: that? No, I would not be happy with that. We'd be fucking mid-table by that point, point. and oh, no. my, my ass is already going, mate. Because <laughs> three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Arsenal were a laughing stock. There are only two <laughs> behind us now.
0: <laughs>
2: That's all it is. It's the battle between between North London now, isn't it? I can't let them finish above us. Can't do it, Baker. You got someone to chip
1: in there, mate. Oh, what they used to call it, Saint Totteringham's Day.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been away for a while. Is it coming oh, back? Oh, mate. Wouldn't surprise me. It's a shit show, man. S- sell undombele for 180 million tonight, <laughs> <isn't> doing it, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Board the stadium up or sell it to West Ham and let's just call it a day, I reckon. <laughs>
0: Baker, you've been a little bit quiet on this. What do you think, man? I thought... Um, I thought... I agree, I agree with everything you yeah. said. I thought it's, you were going to say that. That's why you were... Mourinho
2: experiment is a gamble. Uh, like, from an outside perspective, you two... Do you see any similarities, similarities between what's going on now and what's going on at United and Chelsea in a terms of is this like the the, the like quite sudden no. you know implosion?
0: I mean, that it's a it's slow decline, man. Huh? It's
1: earlier than usual. Yeah, usually, usually he'll squ- he'll squeeze trophies out of you somehow first. Yeah. And let's not forget, you are in all your competitions. Yeah, whoever, whoever you've got in the Europa League, I think You're
2: it's Wolfsburg. A- a- Wolfsburger. Wolfsberger
1: or Wolfsburg. Wolfsburger? Oh, the, the Austrian ones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you're winning that, aren't you? Like, I this is,
0: don't know anymore, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. Right. Here's, here's a scenario for you, Jimbo. If you win the League Cup, you don't get to Europe and you, and you don't get past, like, quarterfinals of Europa League, would you accept that because you've won the League Cup? Where's Arsenal finishing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like
2: where we where we finish it we're outside of europe uh, where, where? seventh fucking hell i'd have to say yeah just a bit of silverware in it and then <laughs> ass- assess that summer
0: but not really yeah in it right like that's what? the thing but sean on the whatsapp and said he, he would accept a, a silverware any kind of silverware i didn't ask him the, the rest of that question with not finishing top not getting in Europe and you know FA Cup and Europa League, but echo what Sean says: we've
2: got to win the Carabao Cup before it becomes the Papa John's Trophy, mate. <laughs> 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 we have to.
1: I mean, this Carabao is not exactly much better, is it? I mean, no. you, but like the trophy used to be called the fucking Milk Cup. It's never been. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what if there's another scenario for you Jim I'm just I'm just wasting time now yeah. um, if you finish below if Arsenal finished fifth you finish sixth but you win the Europa League therefore getting Champions League will that be will that be acceptable yeah because I, I genuinely I can see uh, Mourinho football works in knockout competition it does United really. won the Europa League like, and I, I swear every game I saw, I saw United
0: play in that Europa League run they played dog shit mate football. they were fucking a ab- for most of them games. You're not taking into consideration
2: here that this is Tottenham we're talking about. (laughs) And and not only only do you have a a manager that's potentially at the start of his implosion period, you have a club (laughs) that is allergic to winning anything. (laughs) <laughs> Mate, uh, to be fair, you're right. You're right. You hit the nail on the head. United, United have a history of winning all sorts of bits, and Chelsea have a, you know, a history of winning all sorts of bits. And he comes mm. in and he wins all sorts of bits.
1: Fine. It's Spurs, it's Spurs have a history of winning things, just not a recent one. Yeah, they have. Spurs have a ton of trophies in the bank, but not. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Historically, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: On to uh, extra time and. A- couple of things uh messi's contract situation jimbo
2: been leaked in el mundo newspaper uh lionel messi's been offered a new deal at barcelona which includes a hundred million euros signing on fee 70 million euros a year in wages that's 1.35 million euros a week uh euros a day 4,000 euros an hour, and the total cost of the deal will be 450 million euros plus image rights, bringing to a grand total of 555,237,619 euros.
0: How long is that contract running for? Three years. Fucking hell, they are desperate, aren't they? Aren't they in like
2: 1.4 million euros worth of debt? Yeah.
0: Where is this money coming from? Yeah. I don't know. This...
1: Barcelona have been fucking so mismanaged I mean can I just put another point on them I mean this is not to do with the Messi situation but a similar contracts like wrangle. Suarez right they let him go to a to a title rival and he's now banging him in scored twice at the weekend and now Atletico are four points clear at the
0: top what are
1: you doing Barcelona what are you doing so stupid isn't it
0: I was gonna bring that up because that is I saw that like about an hour before we came on air and like yeah, like, why are you giving away your top two or three strikers to your direct rival? It's madness. <laughs> oh, it's deadline day, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's deadline quite quite, day. Quite yeah, quite
1: yeah. As well I can remember this. I you? know, right? I and mean, Everton, Everton are in for Josh King.
0: Oh, is that what this? Oh,
1: I mean, Newcastle. Newcastle are close opinion. to taking Joe Willock on loan from Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I saw that before. Yeah, not bad. No, I think Joe Willock. I don't think it'd be a bad signing. It's no, more no. men in, isn't it?
2: No, Ainsley Maitland and Niles going on loan to West Brom, which I think seems weirdly beneath him. Yeah. He's not getting. He's not getting a fucking foot in the door there at the moment, though. He can't get game time to save his life. Yeah, yeah. true.
0: And I mean, Odegaard is that how you say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah to Arsenal, like, what do we think? I from when he signed for Real and he was 16 and he was like the, the next wonder kid and then he went to, was it Sauciodan he went to?
1: He went to Holland for a few seasons. He went to, I think he went to Vitesse and here, here in vain. Oh, hell. I, I think last year, there's a Spanish journalist that I follow who said he was possibly the best midfielder in the Spanish league last year. Yeah. And then Zidane gets him and then goes, No, nah, don't fancy you.
0: I yeah,
2: mean, I don't I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's good <laughs> Good for him to get some game time, but Arsenal, it's only till the end of the season and there's no option to buy. So,
0: no, yeah. I think there is. I thought there was an option to buy. I don't think there is. I don't no. know, is there not.
2: I think Baker, they a- haven't got a great record with world class midfielders from Real Madrid, have they? So, <laughs>
1: no, true. <laughs> well, no, the first couple of years of Urza weren't too bad. No, I don't understand. That situation was fucking bizarre.
2: He's gone now, are
1: he? Yeah, he's back yeah. in Turkey. One other thing I would say for Baker's bangers. Uh, Danny Parejo's goal for Villarreal against Sociedad this weekend was naughty. So get a a chance to see that somehow. Go ahead.
2: You've been listening to The Away You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Away Pod.
1: And if you've enjoyed the episode, drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description.
0: Just tell your mates about this pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this. So please, please do, guys. Thanks very much. Have a good one.